Shoes off. There are many reasons to remove your shoes. Mostly you take them off to shower, swim, or just go to sleep. But there are many other instances where you are fully dressed and still remove your footwear. Sometimes you just want to relax at home and you feel more comfortable when you are shoeless. In some cultures and in many homes, it is considered impolite to walk into a dwelling with your shoes on, bringing the dirt, mud, and filth that your shoes have stepped on into a nice, clean setting. In our last residence in Queens, New York, before making Aliyah, we had a white, pristine living room carpet that everyone was prohibited to walk on with shoes on. Makes sense to walk there barefoot. My parents had always insisted that we never walk around in socks, as mourners do. But is that a way to live? Gangsters who regularly meet their maker through violence hope and pray that when they pass on, it will be with their shoes off, meaning in bed and not in a street shootout, bomb blast, or a knife in the gut. The notorious mafia boss Meyer Lansky got his wish, and he died in bed with his shoes off. Halacha mandates that on specific occasions we remove our shoes. On Yom Kippur we do not wear leather shoes so that we will be like angels before God. Non-leather footwear is permitted since we walk in places that can damage our feet if we go, sho- if we go totally shoeless. On Tisha B'Av, we do not wear leather shoes because we are in mourning for the destruction of the holy temples and our exile. Here again, non-leather slippers, crocs, or sports shoes are permitted, although some authorities hold that if these are more comfortable than our leather shoes, these too should be prohibited as we are grieving for our lost temples. Kohanim who are tasked with blessing the congregation of Jews are also prohibited from wearing shoes while they bless. Here, however, it has nothing to do with the blessings, prayers, or calendar. In this week's Daf Yomi, we learned that the reason Kohanim must remove their shoes is a rabbinic decree, lest a Kohen's shoestring or strap tears and the Kohen descends from the platform to repair it. This may give the appearance to onlookers that the Kohen in question may have descended from the platform due to his being unfit to bless, such as in the case where his mother was a divorcee and his father a Kohen. Because of this decree, all shoes, even strapless ones, were prohibited to the Kohen. Marit Ayin, for appearance sake, is a common reason for rabbinic prohibitions. This week we also learned that in some instances where there is no biblical tithing requirement, maser, the rabbis still ordain tithing. For example, a pauper is entitled to take gleanings in the harvested field, forgotten sheaves, and produce in the corner of the field without tithing a share to the Levites. Yet, if he stored all these gains as a farmer, he must tithe for appearance sake, since people would think that he indeed farmed the land and was not a poor man. If a stepbrother and stepsister, who are not blood relatives, grew up in the same house and wanted to marry each other, this would be prohibited for appearance sake, unless the public knew that they were not really related. Appearance is important, and that is why Kohanim should not wear shoes when they bless us. May we always remove our shoes for good cause, comfort, and happy occasions. Shabbat Shalom.